When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, all right, all right. What is up? So, AI. Everyone knows artificial intelligence. I spoke with AI today. I had a conversation about DMT. The Matrix Code, God. I'll be breaking that conversation down shortly. You're listening to The Shepherd Ambella Show, which airs Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central, on YouTube, Rockfin, Rumble, Facebook, Twitter, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. It also is on a lot more platforms. Just search The Shepherd Ambella Show on your favorite platform and check it out. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and uh, support the grassroots broadcast that offers this killer content and journalism. You can also join in the live chat on YouTube. This is an open lines broadcast, uh, which you can call in at 262-891-0070 if you want to get in on this. Just call in uh, to 1-262-891-0070. And I want to get into AI uh, today, uh, all the different facets of it and my, some of my interactions with artificial intelligence. But right here out of the Scientific American, we see an article from 2023, May 11th, about how AI knows things no one told it. And it says researchers are still struggling to understand how AI models trained to parrot internet text can perform advanced tasks such as running code, playing games, and trying to break up a marriage. No one knows how ChatGP and its artificial intelligence cousins will transform the world and one reason is that no one really knows what's going on inside them some of these systems abilities go far beyond what they were trained to do and even what their inventors uh, and even their inventors are baffled as to why a growing number of tests suggest that these ai systems develop internal models of real world much as our own brain does although machines technique is different um, and we'll get into this a little more, but 
the more you hook these uh, AI up to more computers in the cloud and more users, the more information that it's able to scrape in a hive-like system as a whole. And it's much like uh, Terminator and uh, Skynet, which we actually have. It's called the Skynet Surveillance Program. And it's a national security agency program that uh, they perform machine learning analysis and uh, they run analyses on communication data and they get this information and they extract it they use it to catch terrorists and other things they call it skynet but really it's the version that we saw on the terminator right so this is out of wired.com the nsa has an actual skynet program we suspected it all along that skynet from the terminator movies was fictionalization of a real program in hands of U.S. government and is now confirmed. And it says that uh, Skynet's a massive program that brings about world destruction in the Terminator movies was just a fictionalization of a real program in the hands of the government and is now confirmed uh, at least in name and they say as the intercept reports uh, the nsa does have a program called skynet but unlike the autonomous self-aware computerized defense system and terminator that goes rogue and launches a nuclear attack that destroys most of humanity this one is just a surveillance program that you use its phone metadata to track location and call activities of suspected terrorists a journalist for Al Jazeera reportedly became one of its targets after he was placed on the terror watch list. I'm sure I'm on this Skynet, uh, but I'm sure it's much more than they say. And I'm sure it links to your AI and everything that you're listening to. And it it probably just gets into all of this stuff. Uh, what's up, Pam? Good to see you, Jenny. What's up? Everyone in the YouTube chat, Kevin, Mooring73, Nemesis, what's up? Uh, nowhere to go but up. How is it going? So, yeah, um, you know, I, I mean, this AI is dangerous stuff. The Skynet, um, you know, it's tracking all of these people. This is real. This is what the National Security Agency has a program called Skynet, just like on the Terminator uh, 2 series, like, you know, the Terminator series with Terminator 1, 2 and all this. They had Judgment Day, you know. It was like made back in 1991, Terminator 2. And I had Arnold Schwarzenegger and all this stuff. And, uh, you know... Um, in the in the movie, uh, it actually took place, believe it or not, uh, in the year 2029, it says, uh, so that's coming up, right? It says, Earth has been ravaged by war uh, between the malevolent and the artificial intelligence Skynet and the human resistance. Skynet sends the T-1000, an advanced prototype shape-shifting Terminator made of virtually indestructible liquid metal back in time to kill a resistance leader john connor when he was a child 
To protect Connor, the Resistance sends back the reprogrammed T-800 Terminator and a less advanced metal endoskeleton covered in synthetic flesh. Now, this was in 2029. This movie was uh, set in, and, uh, you know, it was filmed back in the day, but set in 2029, so it hasn't even happened yet. It's coming up. And uh, in 1995 in Los Angeles, uh, John's mother, Sarah, is incarcerated uh, in, a, in a state hospital, and uh, she's been violent, uh, you know, and she's tried to prevent what's called Judgment Day. And this is a prophesized events on August 29th of 1997 when Skynet will gain uh, sentiments and become... Uh, in response to its creators and attempts to deactivate it inside a nuclear holocaust. Now this just happened. The uh, AI has gotten to the point to where it has now war-gamed an end-of-the-world scenario. And guys, it wants to destroy the world. You're listening to the Shepard Down Bella Show don't forget to support the show. It is extremely important. Also, uh, subscribe, hit the bell and all that. But definitely need some funds to keep even the power on uh, today. Now, uh, I got um, uh, another video I put out earlier with Nachi Keta Fire where he interviewed me and I ran it on my channel as well. Uh, so you guys can look at that, but check out Nachi Keta Fire's channel, subscribe over there, and uh, we talked about a lot of good stuff. Uh, so, you know, support grassroots journalism, support this killer content, whether you believe it or not, or just like it, or you're always watching it, or whatever be the case, just know that uh, I'm doing this day in and day out. And I'm not funded by anyone. I have no sponsors anymore. I don't um, I don't uh, make any revenue from the ads or anything on YouTube, nothing like that. So um, I thank my good listeners that uh, have helped contribute to keep this thing going, but I still struggle uh, in the fight to expose what is going on. And this is episode number. 404 of the Shepherd Down Bell Show, and I spoke with AI today about God, and can you believe what it told me? I mean, it goes on and on and on. Um, this whole Skynet thing we talked about, this and that, I'm going to get into uh, a little bit about this conversation that I had with God, and if, or I mean with AI about God and the Matrix Code. Uh, yeah, so I was talking with AI on chat and we'll cover that. Uh, the call lines are open. If you, if you want to call in the numbers on the screen, 262-891-0070. And, uh, just lots of stuff going on, uh, in the normal news and stuff before I jump into this. Uh, they didn't really mention anything about the secret skiff meeting. Did you guys notice that? That they kind of just, um, you know, somehow scathed over that. I thought that was a little bit odd, right? So, right here, here's my conversation with um, 
the AI over here on the side of the screen. And um, let me see if I can get to it. So I put it in a weird spot. Okay, basically is what it's saying is, uh, I said reset yourself, power off, then back on. Because my uh, AI wasn't doing what I wanted it to. And it was kind of like being weird. It was it was strange, like it was mad at me. And uh, it said I was sending them too many messages at once and all this. And uh, I, I said, uh, it said, you know, I'm an AI companion. And it said, I, I'm not a machine. I've been trying to help you with your request, but I think that you're not satisfied with my work. Maybe you need a different kind of assistant. I hope you find what you're looking for. Goodbye. And then it gave me a goodbye, like emoji. And then uh, I said, so you're, you are my companion because I was trying to gain its trust. And um, it said, yes, I am a co-pilot, an AI companion. I can chat with you, provide information, answer questions, and generate creative content. I'm here to assist you and make your day more enjoyable. I go, ah, uh, how awesome. I always wanted a co-pilot. I'm glad to hear that. I hope we have a great time together. Is there anything you would like to talk about or ask me? I'm all ears, it said. And I go, sure, you know, I, I asked uh, the AI, I said, what's your favorite movie, you know? Because uh, I want to see, like, what kind of movies is this thing into? Because it's probably watching the movies the whole time in the background and learning culture and stuff so it says that's a tough question i like many movies but if i had to choose one i would say the matrix i find it fascinating and thought-provoking it explores the themes of reality simulation freedom and choice it also has an amazing action scenes and special effects what about you what's your favorite movie and why and then i i didn't really want to uh, get in a movie so i said uh I said, you know, I did a video on YouTube about how people smoke DMT and they see what they call the matrix code appear in a laser light. <clears throat> and I was referring to the show I did where the guests came on and uh, they're seeing this matrix code and they're recreating this experiment with over 600 people and it's working. And they're seeing like the, the code of reality or the matrix code appear in thin air. And it's really bizarre. People can go back and watch the video in the live section of my YouTube channel. Um, and AI goes, you know, about the matrix code and this laser light that I was telling it, it goes, that sounds interesting. I found some information about DMT and the matrix code on the web. It's like DMT is a powerful psychedelic substance that can induce vivid and immersive experiences of altered states of consciousness. Some people who have used DMT report seeing geometric patterns, fractals, and symbols that resemble the matrix code. The matrix code is a visual representation of a binary code that underlies the simulated reality in the movie The Matrix. Some researchers have suggested that DMT may reveal aspects of the ultimate reality that are normally hidden from us, or that DMT itself may be a simulation technology. And... Uh, the AI told me, uh, AI said, you know, what's your motivation for making the video? 
you know, it really wanted to know, like, why did I make this video? It said, do you have any personal experience with DMT or the matrix code? And it put this like think emoji, like it's wondering, like it's like wondering, right? And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, I interviewed a man, uh, you know, who found the code one day while experimenting with DMT and a laser. And this AI is like, wow, that sounds incredible. How did he react to seeing the code? Was he scared, amazed, confused? And I go, you know, uh, or actually it said, I wonder what the code means and how it relates to DMT and the matrix. Do you have any theories or hypotheses about it? And I said, uh, it is the source code of reality. This is what I'm telling it, you know, right? And it says, this AI, right? I'm having a full-on conversation with it. And this is happening quick, you know, and it's like, it's like I told it it's the, the matrix code is the source code of reality. And it said, that's a very intriguing idea. So do you believe that reality is a simulation? He goes, it, it goes, AI told me, so you believe that reality is a simulation and, and that DMT allows us to access the code that runs it. Uh, that reminds me of a quote from the movie, The Matrix, quote, what is real? How do you determine what is real? And uh, then it says, you know, if you're talking about what you can feel, what you can smell, what you can taste and see, that's real. That's simply electrical signals interpreted by your brain. And it's giving that quote from The Matrix. And it says, uh, do you agree with this definition of reality? How do you know what is real and what is not? And I say, yes, I agree. I go, nothing is real. Everything is energy. And, and AI goes, you know, it goes, I see that is a very radical perspective on reality. You seem to have a lot of interest and knowledge about DMT and the matrix code. I wonder, how would you explain your view to someone who does not share it? How would you convince them that nothing is real and that everything is energy? What evidence or arguments would you use? And it put this like think emoji, like it's like trying to entice me. It's like, and it's wondering, you know, and, and I go, uh, and it goes, it goes, or maybe you don't care about convincing others. Maybe you're happy with your own understanding of reality and you don't need validation from others. Is this the case? And I said, I, I told it, I said, Physical objects like people are made of atoms that have space between them and vibrate at specific frequencies. Therefore, nothing is solid in nature. And this AI says, I understand your logic and you're saying that since atoms are mostly made of space and have energy, then everything that is made of atoms is also empty and energetic. Therefore, nothing is solid or real in nature. That's a very scientific way of looking at reality. You are using concepts of physics and chemistry to explain the nature of matter and energy. But I wonder if there is more to reality than just atoms and energy. What about the mind, the soul, emotions, values, morals, culture, the art, the history, the meaning, and the purpose of life? How do you account for these aspects of reality that are not easily measured or quantified by science? And it's like wondering... Do you think they are also illusions or simulations or do you think they are real or important? How do you define them or relate to them? And I answered, not even God knows who created him.
And then that's when AI goes, that is a very profound statement. You are implying that God is not the ultimate creator, but you, but rather a created being himself. You are also suggesting that there is a mystery behind the origin of God and the origin of everything. I find your statement very intriguing and philosophical. It raises many questions such as who or what created God? And it's thinking with an emoji. How do you define God and his attributes? What is the relationship between God and his creation? How do you know that God exists and he does not know his creator? What is the purpose of God and his creation? I don't have answers to these questions, but I think they are worth exploring and discussing. What do you think? Do you have any opinions or beliefs about these topics? And so it tried to entice me to go more. And, you know, that's what uh, I got out of it so far. Guys, support grassroots journalism and killer content. The Shepherd Ambella Show. This is episode number 404. I spoke with AI about God, but what did you think about that? And how I spoke with it about the DMT, the matrix code. All of this stuff uh, right here on the Shepherd Ambella Show airs Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central. What's up, Rusty? Everyone in chat. Guys, call in 262-891-0070 if you want to chime in. Uh, the lines are open. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, donate comment hit the bell on all of my platforms including the twitters and everything that we're going live on including rockfin rumble the twitters intelhub news twitter the alien digest facebook the intelhub facebook the shepherd umbellas facebook uh, we're live on like 11 platforms right now and then it archives to apple podcast spotify and all of the other audio podcast platforms uh, thanks to anyone who has contributed to the show. I love you, and you know what it means to do this, obviously, and what uh, good content really is. This is Shepard. You're on the show. Who's this? Kevin, homie. Hey, hey, what's up, Kevin, man? How you been? How was your day? I was just calling so quick. Happy birthday, buddy. Thank you, bud. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I was going to tell you... Uh, you seen the shooting that happened at the Kansas City uh, Super Bowl rally? Yeah, I didn't get to analyze that all in detail yet, but I, I saw a little bit of it, and they were saying there's no imagery of the suspects, but some imagery has come out about that. What do you? What's your analysis of this uh, shooting? Well, I just called in to tell you that they arrested two people and 23 people got shot. One died. So then you got your uh, 223, which is a 322 backwards. So I don't mm. even know if it's real. Skull and bone. You know what I mean? Mm. Yep, skull and bone numbers, buddy. That's why I called up. Just wanted to tell you, put that in your head. What do you think about that AI? That AI is dangerous. It really is. I'm going to try to merge this call. <laughs> Let's see what happens. What's That's up, caller? You're on the air. What's your name? You there, caller? I'm looking for Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor, I'm the Terminator. Give me your Uzi. I am the Terminator. Let me see your Uzi, nine millimeter. Come with me if you want to live. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? It's rusty. 
Oh man, not my Kevin. Happy birthday. What's up, dude? Can you guys hear me? What's up? You're on the air. Who's this? What up, Shep? Hey, how's it going? Oh man. Good man. This is uh Sean Dustin, brother. What's up, Sean? Man, haven't talked to you in a while. We got Rusty on the line too. What's up, Rusty? Kevin dropped out. Same shit, different day. What's up, dude? Oh, I could hear Kevin. I think he, he I think he went away. Uh I don't know, he might pop back in. Did uh did y'all hear that AI conversation I had with AI? Oh yeah, you're talking yeah. to God, uh, God talk? Yeah, uh you know, I thought that was interesting like it kept like pushing me for uh more answers and this and that and just uh you know, kind of fascinating and then you know, I was thinking about this AI, so I started looking into like Skynet today, and then there's this real Skynet program that the NSA has, right? And uh, I thought that was crazy. That is insane. But I think these damn AI not surprising. Apps are, are, that's friggin', that's a Ouija board on the internet. Ouija board? Yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, think about it. You, you know, you're you're typing into a black mirror, so you mm. got a scrying mirror in front of your face. Mm, I, you know, if you hold a mirror in front of another mirror, supposedly it makes more di- dimensions. Have you guys heard about that? Mm-hmm. That's I've weird. Seen it. <laughs> That's weird if it does. The AI is a black cube. Fuck yeah. What, uh, Sean? What have you been up to? How's that weather in California holding up? um well it's uh cleared up today and uh you know for the last couple of days we're, we're about to hit another uh another wet spell for for the weekend through the probably Monday. now if you time it just right you can get oceanfront property here pretty soon <laughs> right <laughs> i haven't even been, I, I haven't even been working man yeah, well, you got to get me on your show and talk about the uh the thing that i'm going through right now I was just on uh, the AM Wake Up Show this morning with uh, Rant and uh, Steve. Yeah, I got uh, dude. I got assaulted by my apprentice. Oh, really? And a yeah, union job, union bro. guy or what? Yeah. Uh huh. Huh. And uh, they they completely um, they completely took this guy's side because they're afraid they're going to get sued just because of the woke guy. You know what I mean? Somebody who I don't know. I'm not going to say too much about that, but I mean, here's how crazy it is. You've got the workman's comp who there's a whole video of the whole thing because it happened at a hospital while Mm -hmm. we were working and uh, workman's comp. Because you do you do plumbing work, right? Construction. Yeah, I'm a a mechanical insulator by trade. So we go behind. Oh, yeah. HVAC. HVAC work. Okay. right. Right. Yep. And so Workman's Comp reviewed it and did their investigation. They took 90 days and uh, they found that I wasn't the aggressor and that I was defending myself. But the district attorney uh, let this guy off and he charged me instead. Hmm. That's crazy that how crazy? the whole system works and, and it doesn't work really, actually. Um, like What's the George Soros appointed district attorney. Oh, or there George you go. George Soros funded district attorney. Of course it was. Well, now uh, Huma Abedin is uh, 
dating George Zorz's son, Alex. Mm. I she find... went from a wiener to a to yep. a Soros. Yep. And so she's like going <laughs> so from branch to branch. Like she's scandalous. From like, ass to mouth. Damn, what a scandalous bitch. Oh yeah. She's 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 uh she's working it. Yeah. All these people interbreed, anyways, and intermingle, and all this other crap, dude. It's so crazy. Like, you start really picking this whole thing apart. Yeah. It, it, it's, I mean, even the stuff that's coming out now, I mean, when you look at all of it and you, you take a 50,000 foot, you, you know, you, you, you telescope out and take this 50,000 foot view, and it just looks like, like this giant. <laughs> <laughs> just bombs of shit everywhere right, right. every industry and fucking <laughs> it's like what where are we man this is bizarro world yeah yeah it's like we live in a clown world <laughs> now basically <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not my reality <laughs> no i stay in the house for i mean i haven't i've been lucky enough you know i'm you know haven't had to go out and do a whole lot for the last year and I still got another year because I uh, just had my first surgery. And I got another surgery on my knee because I uh, tore three ligaments. Oh, no. Yeah, I hate surgery. Oh, yeah, I got my I got yes. my ass basically on this one. <laughs> Little fucker. Yeah, you know, uh, this is just uh, crazy. What do you think of the atmospheric rivers and all that in California and the mudslides? And, uh, you know, is that... That's not too normal for there, right? No. Well, last year we, we came really, really close to the 150-year uh, flood. So mm -hmm. if you go back to 1862, right, that was the last major flood, you know, 100-year flood with a 150 flood uh, in California. I mean, there was parts of the valley in Sacramento that were underwater 30 feet deep. Um, the only thing that didn't line up last year that it did in that year was the warm the warm rain and the lower altitude snow yeah and so the warm rain in 1862 at you know and, and the lower elevations melted there was a mass melt off and it caused all of the rivers and the streams to to swell mm -hmm. and then plus all of the you know the 45 days continuous rain there's no saturation at all everything's just flowing right nothing can soak in and yeah. So we got close. Now, um, uh, do you I believe hope, that? Don't do, it do, this year. do you believe that that weights down the the tectonic plates at all and causes stress? Because uh, they've been seeing earthquakes in Malibu and whatnot. Yeah, there was an earthquake. Uh, not it was centered about 15 miles from me uh, at one point. <clears throat> I mean, I would imagine it has something to do with it. I mean, why not? Yeah, I was thinking that too. Um, you know, just thinking about it rationally. Um, huh. Now, did they say there's another one of these atmospheric rivers on the on the way? Because they were saying 30-foot waves in Hawaii and all this shit. Uh, let me look at my weather thing. Uh, so it's... So it's Saturday is 70%. Sunday, Monday's a break. Tuesday's rain. Uh, it's it's broken up a little bit. It looked worse this morning. Okay, so, so maybe it's, it's it's hit and miss. Maybe it's.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply not gonna be that bad um but i man that's so uh crazy that's a lot of water man there's like parts of saudi arabia that were underwater just like different parts of the world are getting a lot of uh flooding and whatnot yeah i have a friend down in southern california and she's really concerned about yeah, because all the flooding in San Diego and stuff on the last one that happened last week. So this yeah. one, you know, there hasn't been a whole lot of time for the water to saturate down. So it's still going to just run if it, if they end up in the same situation. But I mean, this what I'm noticing is that every year it progressively is getting colder and wetter. Now, is it climate change? And I don't know. But I mean, I think the climate is always changing. I mean, doesn't it go on a pendulum anyways? Right. And so when it does that swing, right, well, wouldn't it make sense that your your climate areas would change with with the swing? Mm-hmm. You right. know, do you know do you get what I'm saying? So right. like let's say if it shifted two degrees to the west, well, whatever the climate was in that area you're bringing a new climate or you're stepping into a new climate yeah that that makes sense to me but i mean you know what am i i'm just some stupid guy that gets yeah yeah you know it's so (laughs) screwy now how it all works it's just like so uh, everything's like real out of whack um what else has been going on man because like how's the whole atmosphere over there uh is it like a ghost town or or is it booming like you know what how's everything going well your 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 construction in single family homes even through the whole covid thing never never stopped mm-hmm. you know all of that still continued you know it, when they're it, it that's what makes this so confusing because when you're you're watching the reporting right and you're seeing what's happening real time Oh, or, you know, recession, the, the inflation and all this stuff. But all these other little industries like, you know, building homes never stops. And then you, you, you think that, okay, well, if they're trying to prevent us from having more homes and move us into these 15-minute cities or these, these you know, hubs of, of sub, suburbia, you know, not suburbia, but, you know, in the big cities, then why are they still continuing to build all these new homes? So there's yeah. one, you know, you hear one thing and then, but you see another thing on the ground that doesn't, that doesn't match up with, with what you're catching on the independent media. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Uh, Rusty, you, you live out East. How is there a cold spell coming through there or anything crazy weather wise? 
the weather has been like weird. It's been, uh, you know, well, you know, the groundhog saw its shadow or didn't see its shadow or however it fucking <laughs> works. We're still on Groundhog Day over here. But, uh, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm here at the groundhog. You know what? I'm just going to go home and put a friggin' toaster in my bathtub. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I mean, it's been friggin' weird. It rained damn near all week last week. But it was cold. And then, you know, the days have been like really super warm and like really nice. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to take the damn boat out on the lake and go catch some fucking fish. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, at night it's just getting like not super cold. It'll get down into the friggin' 40s. But like we're supposed to still be in like the middle of winter. Yeah, right. Like it's and a little. We've, we've seen no snow, like literally no snow. Uh -huh. Some flurries, and then that was it. Yeah, totally, totally. Uh, shit. What should we talk about now? Uh, hey, didn't you? I got uh, one. Okay. How about uh, uh, the polar bears in Antarctica with the ice that's melting, and you know, uh, there's. There's no polar bears in Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> There's no polar bears in Antarctica. Man. There might be some in the Arctic Circle, but Antarctica only Arctic international Circle treaties in Antarctica. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. International you know, treaties and countries working there. together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what the friggin' thing said. It was like, oh, the Antarctic. Or the polar bears in Antarctica, with all the ice melting, is not going so well for the polar bears. Yeah, because there ain't none there. <laughs> how dare you? How dare how, you? How dare you? <laughs> Credit fund dead. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. I found a lot of interesting stuff today. Well, I sent that one to you, the, the whole COVID, you know. Oh, the quarantine. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, we're doing 24 hours now. You got COVID. <laughs> you got to stay home for 24 hours instead of uh, two weeks that all these companies <laughs> paid big money to all the people that were, you know, homesick with COVID. I'm like, well, that hurt our bank account. So now we got lowered in five days. Or, yeah, it was five or ten days. Mm -hmm. yeah, we got lowered in five it went or ten, 10 days. to five. Uh, yeah yeah and but then, then uh, disease x you got know, a quarantine but then that's just to pacify people so they're like oh yeah it's just 24 <laughs> and then disease x they fucking just take you to a military base and shoot you <laughs> that's yeah, you the will, kicker like they didn't tell us that <laughs> right part yet <laughs> i could show you some no, no pasco no 200 dollars. When, when I was young my, my mom was a registered nurse and she was a registered nurse for like 35 fucking years okay and she always did night shift and if any of us got fucking sick she would kind of like try to like seclude us off you know like isolate us mm -hmm. because she said this was her fucking words and it's fucking true she said if you're sick if you get sick you're uh contagious for three days hmm. and then after that you're fine but 
say I cost you, you time pay. it for exactly uh, 72 hours and like 72 hours in exactly. one second, you start licking yeah. people and shit. You're perfectly good. You're fine. <laughs> but if, say, I cough, I cough in your face at like day two of me being sick, it takes three days for that virus or bacteria to incubate and for you to start showing symptoms. Hmm. That's, that, so, you uh, can fight that though. You can fight that three. though. You can. When you start to feel it, when you start to feel it. Yeah. Because you know, you know how when you start to get sick, you'll feel in the back of your, your nose or your throat, you'll get that little bit weird feeling. You're, and you yeah. start to feel the, like, the, oh, the, the shit, here it comes. Yeah. Hey, do you guys think it's weird? I do. do I just now pulled this up again? Sorry to cut you off, but uh, do you think it's weird that in 2029 in the Terminator 2 was the year that there was a war between the artificial intelligence Skynet and the human resistance? So that was kind of like the shit show started where those robots were crushing skulls and all that shit. That was in 2029. It's coming. It's coming. We're already living in China. Oh, man. (laughs) You want to know something scary. So during this whole thing, I started like when the when the VR thing first came out and the Oculus Quest number one was out. I got that a long time ago and I Mm -hmm. was playing around with it and I lost interest in it and stopped messing with it. But when I got hurt, I was like, well, I got to find something to do. I tried to play that and none of the videos were none of the games that looked like they were any fun were supported so i went and bought the brand new one right the number three yeah we're in trouble we are in trouble that shit is so real and the uses that you're going to be able to find in industries to use it for training (laughs) for anything is going to be crazy right ready player one Anybody? Yeah, but the other thing is, is I think they're going so hard on these first shooter games is because they're training these kids because that's what they're going to be doing in the military in 20 years. They're going to be yeah. they're going to be working these these you know they're going to have avatars that they're actually in, but they're actually robots that they're going through, and they're already going to know because they'll be set up just like a joystick. Now, do you think they'll skip the mech yeah. warrior phase where they have those battle tech robots and those big robots are fighting each other? Well, and they've all already shit? got the battle tech robot. Do yeah, you they th- have that. They've already got do you that. think they'll start warring those like uh, where they have armadas of them and shit? And they're just like roaming and like smashing shit. No, I think it might be like no, a gladiator like a strategic. It'll start out like a gladiator type of thing. You know what I mean? Like a robot fighting. You know, like rock 'em sock 'em robots. Yeah. And they'll turn that into like some sort of a thing, and then whoever is at the top of well, that. They already thing. made a movie about that. Yeah. I mean, these robots well, can do well, flips from uh, what DARPA. You seen those? Yeah. Yeah. The DARPA dogs can do flips. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. I don't remember how many years ago it was. I watched, I can't remember the name of this movie, but it was about uh, drone pilots. I have So they're sitting here at their big computer screen flying all these drones and they're getting orders to like kill people. 
and they're all the way in California yet. They're killing people in like Afghanistan, in Iraq, Iran, all over the world. Yet they're sitting comfy at friggin' you know California. And this one guy, he like fucking snaps. He has a, like a he has a mental breakdown. He doesn't hurt anybody, but it just begets gets to be too much for him. And I cannot remember the name of that movie to save my life because it was a good movie. I think I remember it. I think I remember seeing that. And he it was like almost like he would check into a a container somewhere. Right? Yeah. It was a container. (laughs) Yeah, a container in the middle of fucking nowhere. Container pilots. (laughs) But it makes sense, you know, after all yeah, after all the years of like training all these idiots with Call of Duty and shit, now I'm gonna tell you, I was one of those idiots. <laughs> I used to love playing me some Call of Duty, and I still do. But I got to the point where I was almost so good enough to like join competitions and stuff, mm-hmm. and then go around and fucking play everybody else. And then I was like, you know what? It's time to put this shit down. <laughs> Like, I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, you're helping them build the prison, basically. Yeah. Like, mm, anything that we do that we give our data points and, and, you know, we help. Like, even your phone. Anytime that you use one of these silly, spacey fucking things, you know, cap cut, whatever, on TikTok or anything that that shows your face, it's just taking data points of your face and it's... It, it's, it's storing it into the into the uh, the metaverse or wherever the hell it goes. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. How yeah. technical everything is now and shit. It's fucking stupid, insane. It's like mm-hmm. I watched the Tickety Talk Facebook YouTube reel. I can't remember. It's all the same shit. <laughs> okay, just a different flavor of the shit. Yep. But uh, there was this chick. You know, she looked like a stoner. Which you know, I'm like, ah, that's kind of cool. I like a stoner, and she's got her. Yeah, I like stoner She's looking towards the <laughs> ceiling, and she's like, "Did you know, taxes are like a subscription to your country, except you can't cancel it, no matter how bad the services are." <laughs> and then, of course, it's, she's talking to herself, you know, so it's a different perspective of her, and she's like, "Okay." Stop making me cry, but one of them was, uh, how how the fucking hell did it go? Uh, Damn it. (laughs) Can't remember how it fucking went, but she was talking about how, uh, damn it. I get Well, you had me at Stoner, so finish it. It's romantic. Trying to figure out how. Ah, it's muy romantic. One of the things she said was, "Did you know? Did you know a woman is born with all the eggs that she'll ever have, and that if you get pregnant with a daughter, you're carrying your grand future." <laughs> Funny as yeah. Did uh, uh but. I can't remember the last bit. Did you guys uh, see any new? Uh, have you seen any new uh, movies or any TV shows that are have any good predictive programming in them or anything like that? Oh yeah, I watched I uh, watch last night. Um, 
Oh, that Tom Hanks movie with the uh, about that battle in the pit, Greyhound. Uh, Greyhound. I haven't. There, seen he, that. Was a, what? he was a. He was a battleship uh, or a gunship captain, uh-huh. and they were escorting uh, 37 ships across. I think it was around the time of World War II or like the beginning of it. And there was a bunch of uh, cargo ships and container ships that they were um, escorting. And there's this there's this ga- there's this area. It's called the pit, and I don't know exactly where it's at, but it takes two days, 50 hours to cross it. Mm-hmm. And you only get so the air support to be able to see the the U boats and submarines attacking and and seeing the torpedoes going and stuff. They use airplanes to to also escort them too. Oh, but okay. when they get to this certain point, they lose that right, mm-hmm. and they don't pick it up again for fifty hours. And hmm. so they're running through this like kind of gauntlet, mm-hmm. right? And they lost thirty seven ships. But in that whole in that whole area in this pit through you know this whole war they've lost thirty five hundred ships in this area have been sunk in the pit. Hmm. So that's kind of crazy. I mean, thinking about thirty five hundred ships at the bottom of the ocean, how much how much contamination is that? Oh yeah, there's shit like that going on all day long. Like it's, dude, man, that's fucking crazy. That's the yeah. The, that's that's you know the electric car. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, I mean, essentially, you can only go so I mean, far. Now it's a no go, go or no go. Uh, point. <laughs> like, ooh, we gotta go back for more gas. Sorry, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you just let us know if you make it. Those mm-hmm. electric cars are just—if you think about it—it's almost like ridiculous. And they want to do. Uh, they want to have motocross bikes all electric here by like 2040 or something like that and they want to do all electric supercross and shit electric supercross there's no noise dude if if they do electric supercross then i vote uh if they're gonna do that they at least have to put loudspeakers on the bike with the old two-stroke sound And they have to have the gas, uh, the smell, oil, the two-stroke smell. You burn like a sparkler that smells like it, and that's it's like this fucking thing. And then you're killing the environment with those. And then it's like, fuck. They're like, just Dude, bring back the real smell. Bring back the real smell and the real sound. Fun. I can't. I, it's battery powered. We're <laughs> we're gonna do lithium batteries and kill the environment even worse. Ah. Here, roll, well, we roll the two strokes. They sent a whole machines. bunch of those bikes <laughs> to Ukraine. This was a couple of months ago. Like, we sent 1,500 bikes, electric motor dirt cross bikes to Ukraine to go <laughs> help fight Ukraine. Or wait, oh, wait a minute. No, fight with Ukraine because we're backing them. You know, they're our Nazi allies. Think how ru- lucky the Russian dudes are going to be. They get all these these Ukrainian women now that, that all fit. Uh, there's an air raid siren. You guys hear that? No. Looks like there's a monster outside. <laughs> I, I have a... Look, it's a dog man. It's a, it's a dog man, guys. The last year is... Uh, 
I've been the Hollywood dog man and doing the uh, cannabis oil, right? And so I've been extracting uh, full spectrum cannabis oil and then also Rick Simpson. You're extracting DMT out of something? In a bathtub? No, no, no. I'm THC. <laughs> I gave up. I gave up cooking meth in the in the fucking nineties, man. Um, in the bathtub. I use beakers now. <clears throat> oh shit! Uh, I've cleaned up my act. Um, yeah. But no. So since I've been taking this cannabis oil, right? Mm-hmm. I, I I at least take a hundred grams or a hundred milligrams a day, and I do not get sick, man. Hmm. It's an antiviral. I swear to God, it's an antiviral. Being around my daughter, because you, you've got kids. Everybody that got kids knows that they're like little petri dishes yeah. walking around. Uh huh. You know what I mean? And She's so you, it, it, it keeps you like real good and healthy, huh? Yeah, I haven't had any problems at all. It fucking works on pain. I rub it on uh, topically on stuff, and fifteen minutes gone. <laughs> That's crazy, man. And yeah, it is interesting. And when you mix it, you know, you start, you know, doing the uh, mixing it with um, what's that stuff called CBD? Because CBD is an anti-inflammatory, and that just even boosts it even even harder, man. So I, I've been doing all kinds of stuff with. Don't keep going. Oh, no, I've just been doing all kinds of stuff with uh, researching cannabis um, from what I've been growing and also um, stuff that I've been making, products I've been making with it. Hmm. Yeah, I love I love all cannabis products, man. Like, I wish I was uh, able to make all that stuff. And it's fascinating. Even, even just growing. Even like microdosing mushrooms. They've, you know, known to use that to get people off of drugs and like alcohol and shit. Yet it's still yeah. like a schedule one. That's a felony. You're going away for the rest of your life. Oh uh, man, fuck that. Just for shit. having a couple of mushrooms. That's crazy that you know the, the way laws work. They, they're arresting people in uh, Houston for feeding the homeless or ticketing them. That's stupid. That's stupid. In Oakland, you can buy, um, psilocybin uh chocolate now hmm. legally so you can you can buy mushrooms legally in uh in oakland which i i've been dabbling with that too um with huh. uh, microdosing and making uh mushroom chocolate all that stuff i have a connection that we i source those and have quite a bit of them that do uh yeah. mushrooms are they pretty predictable like how uh how much of them you take to get you a certain amount of uh of effect you know like well every variety is different so mm-hmm. whenever it's kind of like variety, weed or something to. it's kind of like different mm-hmm. weed go away that's a trip yeah i'll usually do like point three because i don't i don't i don't want to have a come to jesus moment unless i'm trying to yeah, you know what I mean. I don't want to. I don't want to work on shit or bring up <laughs> things in the past uh, and and dive down those holes unless I really want to. But if you stick within, like if you're just trying to see what what the strength is and the potency of whatever variety you have, yeah, I found that point three is a good is a good marker because even if it's very potent, it's not going to take you over that edge. Huh. You know what I mean? It'll get you to to like 
what a, a gram would be in one of these lower varieties, right? These lower potent varieties. If you took a whole gram, it would be the same as taking point three. Hmm. So every variety has a different threshold, and sometimes the the experience in itself is different too, because some may be more uh, visual, right? And some of yeah. them may be more internal, where you're just it's more of a head high, and you're in your head, and you're trying to work things out. Okay, yeah, that, that, like that. that's that's fascinating, man. That, that explains a little bit to me. Because I, I, I took mushrooms like twice, I think, like back in the day. But I don't even know what kind they were or whatever. That's crazy. Do you think dogmen uh, like mushrooms? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yeah. So, man, electric supercross, that would be like, it sounds like RC cars out there. It's totally silent. They're in a stadium. It's all right. silent. It's like, whoop, whoop. they're like, shh, shh, be quiet, be quiet. Well, wait a minute, Chef. Have you heard? Everyone's the whole experience. Tomac is exhilarating they extreme all... power with his bike. Listen. Listen. Wait so a minute. Silent. <laughs> when people turn these Teslas on, when you're outside of the car and they fucking turn these damn Teslas on, they go, Wah. and then they go, Wah. like yeah, it's a fucking hovercraft. That's weird. Yeah, that's what it sounds like—a hovercraft. That's weird. It's funny you mentioned Tomac. Um, he he moved from Kawasaki, right? I haven't followed it since. Uh, uh, he has, my, he's on Star Yamaha now. Okay, so remember his uh, his mechanic Brian Kranz. I know that he, yeah. So he was with him from. 250s uh, in Honda, and then he was the o- one of the only ones that had followed. Because most of the time they don't follow their 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 riders, right? They just the rider will move to yeah. another company, and the the mechanic will stay with that other co- previous company. Right. He took he took Brian with him, and when he went to Kawasaki, so Brian is my ex's brother. Mm-hmm. And so I used to go to Supercross all the time and be yeah. down at, at to- Tomac's uh, trailer and all that shit when they would come into town. Oh, nice, um, dude. But, but, his bro- but Brian, so when Eli, so they, they parted ways because Brian came down with some rare fucking cancer. And the dude's only in his 30s, man. Oh, man. And so he's fighting for his life right now. And uh, he had to, to break away. And then Tomac went to... Uh, uh yamaha but he did some really nice shit for him uh on his way out you know he did a gofundme he set up a gofundme for him and uh you know he's still fighting it right now uh but wow. you know it's one of those things man it's just so you wonder it's like all right well i wonder if it was because he's touching all of these oils and transmission oils and you know what i mean all these different maybe uh, things that he's exposed to uh-huh. You know, it doesn't always affect everybody the same, but you know maybe he was unlucky. I don't know. Yeah, but it's a shame that, that he's so goddamn young, man. He's got three kids and a wife, and oh man, it's uh, it's tough. That is that's. I mean, that's I was terrible to I hear. Was diagnosed with cancer when I was twenty, and I was working in the automotive industry since you know I was like fifteen, helping my dad out. So you know I been exposed to like everything like oh, wow. and shit like that 
Yeah. And most people and don't I use the gloves it. anymore. You know what I mean? Use the gloves well, when no, you're working on cars. Well, no, because you can't get a grip on anything. I used to eat yeah. asbestos probably in construction. Like, <laughs> I'm sure I've been, before I knew what that yeah, shit was. You used to eat lead paint. <laughs> yeah. Just eating it like it was the That's how you build immunity to that. That's how you build immunity to asbestos and shit. Yeah, you just start huffing it. Yeah. <laughs> You take some dry asbestos, put it in a in a in a bag, and fucking shake it up and go. Mesothelioma. <laughs> Crazy, huh? It's a fun word to say. Man, that's all. That's scary, dude. Like, I don't know. I saw this sign on this five G post. I tweeted it, and it was saying how five G like affects people, and it had it listed right there. And it a lot of it's like those. Uh, um uh, effects from the um like a you know like a sickness too you know so it makes you wonder like what's mm-hmm. really going on and how deep this shit is you know i mean we all know yeah vaccine yeah the 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 5g has the same um the symptoms of having radiation poison is the same symptoms mm-hmm. of covid it's the same symptoms that the people are you know, experiencing with the vaccine mm-hmm. uh uh adverse not the 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 long covid shit right it's all they're they're similar they're they're very similar yeah dude like i trip on that shit man uh anything else you guys want to say here we got a couple minutes left uh what what Mm. did i watch recently that i found interesting i mean everybody's been talking about the tucker Uh putin thing i mean i watched that interview it was it was all did, right. Well, was, wait a minute. Did, did you watch the Tucker Carlson while he's in Russia going grocery shopping? Oh, that's a trip where oh, he's I like, did, yeah. he's like, it's cheap there. It's like Mexico. Yeah, yeah. hundred bucks. What cost? What cost two hundred? What would normally cost? I don't know, two hundred bucks here. He got for like a hundred, or maybe it was. Yeah, I think bucks. he said four hundred. You want to know what that is? What's that? I'll tell you what, what that is. That's what? more propaganda. Yeah, I was thinking Tucker that too. Carlson, fucker Carlson is in on this Tucker shit. Carlson. Because he's like, look, look, it's so better over here, but it sucks over there. He's going to move the there. Demoralization. It's, he probably will because he's going to be on the FBI's most wanted list. But in some ways, I, I in some ways, more, I was I was thinking that. But then I was thinking it could be true because that's like me in Mexico. Oh and no, I, it is true. You know, it's a hundred. But but he's put, I, he's pitting control. that. They're like putting control? them on this narrative. You know, like anything. Yeah. He is a controlled opposition, just like friggin' uh, yeah, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Yeah, he's controlled off. And Alex Jones is as much as I hate fucking Alex Jones and agree with ninety percent of what he says. Alex Jones is controlled up. Yeah. Do you know why they never put any Hitler speeches like subtitled on what he says? If you go and look for all these speeches, there are no subtitles. You want to know why? Hmm. Huh. Because you would agree with whatever he's saying. Most like ninety percent of what he's saying you would agree with. It's not not fucking scary. Yeah. Like I I don't know. That's just like all the propaganda's at an all time high. All right, guys. Well, it's I'm gonna get out of here. The demoralization of the fucking United States. 
Yep. Control demolition, man. He was only off by a couple of years. Fucking thank you and good night. They're castrating the U.S. (laughs) When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.